Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. I want to welcome you to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. If you're joining me for the first time today, this is a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help, so welcome. And if you're joining me for the many, 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 many ninth time, welcome back. So I just wanted to talk to you today about being in control of your own life. When I did my meditation and I asked my guides, what do people really need to hear about today? The message that I received is that some of you are not living your life according to your own will. Some of you are living a life that is aligned with what others want for you, not what you want for yourself. This really has a lot to do with speaking your own truth. We talked about this in previous episodes when we talked about opening up that throat chakra. There's so many times in our lives when we want to please other people. We want to do things that we know are going to make others proud. And that starts from a very young age. When you're little, you want to make your parents happy. We want to make them smile. And they have a lot of influence over our lives. Our parents tell us what foods we should eat how we should dress because when we're little that's their job right it's their job to take care of us but as we get older we start to shift and become our own little individual selves the problem is that some people are really good at branching out and being their own person and being unique and being an individual and i find that a lot of those people were that way even as a child. If you ever heard of having a strong-willed child, they didn't want to do what their parents told them to do. They didn't accept things just because their parents said they needed to do it. I very much have a son that is like that. Um, But I also know that he's going to be able to be his own individual when he grows up. And (coughs) I don't have to worry about him not living his life the way he wants to. But a lot of people have an issue with that. When they become an adult and they get out on their own, they're still living their parents' lives or the life of someone that is not their own. They're trying to please everyone but themselves. And as a people pleaser, and I I realize that many of you are, uh, which is probably why you're attracted to my podcast because I'm a reformed people pleaser myself, When you're a people pleaser, it's just natural to want to make people happy. And when we're not careful, what we're actually doing is allowing people to influence our decisions. And the only person that should be influencing your decision, (coughs) excuse me, is you. But there's so many of us out there who go to everyone under the sun for guidance, except listening to your own inner guidance, which is your intuition. The thing is, our higher selves know what to do. Our higher self knows what we're here to accomplish. We've already mapped out our entire lives. We already have a purpose. We know what we've come here to do, and we've just forgotten it, as we do when we come here, (coughs) and we need to be reminded. Your intuition, that inner guidance, knows what you came here to do and is trying to give you little hints along the way. But what we tend to do is instead of just focusing on ourselves, 
and listening to our higher self, we go to everyone else outside of ourselves for advice. And I'm not saying that it's ever bad to go to someone else for advice, but as I've said many times before, other people don't have to live your life for you. So they can give you advice, but they don't have to live with the consequences of that advice. And what's good for one person may not be good for another. So your friend Jenny may be awesome and have great advice on relationships. Maybe she has an awesome relationship, but she's not in your current relationship. So the advice that she's giving you is based on what she knows about her own relationship. And it may not necessarily apply to your relationship with your partner. And I believe that that happens a lot in situations. People go and get advice from other people about their relationships, and then other people get involved, and it becomes a whole mess. Because like I said, getting guidance once in a while is not a bad thing. But you have to understand that the guidance you're getting may not be the best guidance for you. You have to know what's best for yourself. And what I think so many people are lacking is just courage to make their own decisions. Sometimes I wonder if people don't do what other people expect of them because then if it doesn't work out, they can say, well, you're the one who told me to do that and they don't have to accept any real responsibility themselves. And I'm not saying that that is the case, but it does come to mind. Because if you make your own decisions and it doesn't work out, you don't have anyone else to blame but yourself. No one else influenced you. But the thing is, I think the most valuable thing is being able to do that, to make your own decision. (laughs) It feels really good when you're in control of your own life. And trust me, people will try to tell you how to live it. I still have people who try to tell me how to live mine. Um, I just had someone, a close friend, the other day who suggested that maybe I should give up this business that I have in doing that because maybe it's just too much work and I don't have enough time for other things in my life. That did not receive, that wasn't received very well. I can tell you that, that advice. You know, and the thing is I understand what my friend was trying to say. She was saying that she didn't want me to be stressed out and to work too hard, and I get that. It is all about finding a balance. But the suggestion that I completely quit what I've devoted a lot of energy and passion into for about a year, something I love doing, and something that's just starting to grow, and it's gaining more and more strength to tell me to stop or to quit If I listened to other people, I would have quit a long time ago. I had people all along the way who kind of looked at me like, what the hell are you doing and why are you doing this? And you should probably just quit doing that. The thing is, I don't want to. And I understand what my mission here is. And I understand my soul's purpose. And that far outweighs someone telling me that they just think that maybe I should quit. In some cases, I know it's just people who don't really align with my message. So for them, it's like, oh, you should not be going out there and talking to people and saying things like, you don't have the right to influence other people. And again, to me, I see that as fear in them. But I'm not going to let them project their fear onto me because I know what's true. And I know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. It was destined, 
And as soon as I started doing this, my soul felt like this was the truth. (coughs) And I've always said that if I help even one person, it's worth it. And I've had many people contact me to tell me that they appreciate it. So that just fuels me and gives me more um, more passion and more desire to want to keep doing this because I do want to help people, and that is my mission. I have been stuck in my life. I was a people pleaser. I used to do things just to please others so that they would be proud of me. The first career that I picked was because other people told me it was what I should do, which sounds really stupid, but it is what happened. And I know now that it was not what I was meant to do, although I do feel like it was a part of my path. I had to do it because part of every situation in our lives is learning and growing. And had I not picked a career that I really didn't like and didn't value, I wouldn't understand how awesome it was to have a career that I did. And I wouldn't be able to connect with and understand people who come to me and say, I'm in a career that I hate and I feel stuck and I feel trapped. You know, I can say to that person with full confidence, I understand you. I was you. And I got out of it and so can you. So, again, when we listen to other people and we don't rely on our own intuition... (laughs) we end up doing a lot of things that we really didn't want to do. And when you feel like you're being pressured to do things that you don't want to do simply for the sake of, and I believe that a lot of the times is really for this, appearances. It's all about appearances, right? We have to make ourselves look a certain way or act a certain way. There's a certain social status. And for many parents, when they want their children to do certain things, that's why they're doing it, because they have this certain social status they have to maintain, or there's a a societal norm that they want their child to maintain. And I can tell you that when I pray for my children at night, it's not, let them make me proud. That's not what I pray. I pray, let them be happy. Let them find a career that lights up their soul, that they can still earn a decent living, but they love, and that's fulfilling to them. Please allow them to find spouses who are loving and supportive and make them happy, and who they will love and support and make happy. It's not about, for me, social norms and the societal standards or anything like that. For me, it's about, are they happy? Are they happy? And there have been a lot of times in my life when they were growing up when I did not care as much about that. When my focus was more on you've got to do this and you've got to do this because this is what we do. And I feel bad about that now. But I can tell you that I didn't have the understanding that I have now. You know, if I could go back and do it differently. I definitely would, but I know there's no regrets because it's all a learning process. We talk about things now and I, you know, it's it's I just want you to be happy. And that can be very difficult for a lot of parents to say because allowing your child to be happy 
sometimes requires you to give up control. You sometimes have to step back and not control everything they do and trust that they know how to make the right decisions for themselves. And of course, we are still parents. We do need to step in if they're going to make a decision that's not good. But I think for the most part, our kids are pretty intelligent. (coughs) They know what they want for themselves. And it's more about just guiding them. But you can see it in in the parents and in the kids whose parents constantly control everything they do and you have to play 50 sports and you have to do this and you have to make us proud that is a lot of pressure and that is going to cause your child so much anxiety children have anxiety whether we put pressure on them or not society puts way too much pressure on our children these days a lot of it does have to do with social media but i believe that there's just a lot of social pressure in general I can see anxiety more and more in my students where I didn't see it as much. I see it a lot more now, even in the past five years. And I can't tell you exactly what the shift is. You know, some people would say it's phones, it's social media. I know that plays a big part of it. I know it does because they're constantly comparing themselves to other children. They have to have what other children have. They have to to be what other children are. You know, it's like keeping up with the Joneses via Facebook. You've got to always one-up someone else. You know, look at my life. Isn't my life great? And the truth is, a lot of people, when they post those things, have a really horrible life. Like, they're very unhappy, but they have to make everyone seem, you know, everyone see that they have this great life. They have to make it look like their life is just wonderful. We're all guilty of that from time to time. But that's what kids have to compete with. Like, look at what my parents gave me. Look what I have. And that does cause an increase in anxiety. But I also feel like, as parents, we're causing an increase in anxiety sometimes, too. Because I feel like with the invention of social media, parents also have to compare, right? Look at my kid. Look at my honor child. Look at what they've accomplished. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't be proud and you shouldn't put those things out there. No, I mean, obviously, we, we want to praise our children and be proud of them. But to what extent? I just don't know if we're focusing on the right things because, number one, I'm a firm believer that a standardized test does not show someone's intelligence. I'm sorry. I know I'm a teacher and I shouldn't say it, but I'm going to say it. I don't believe that a standardized test accurately tells how intelligent someone is. There are many, many, many types of intelligence and only one type of test. And so that makes zero sense to say that we're basing everyone's score off this one test. I think that's ridiculous. And that's what we've become. And while we were always that way, when I was a student in elementary school, we still had to take standardized tests. So we've always been that way. But I think what changed was the way we taught was we need to think outside the box and we need to teach them in multiple ways, but then they have to take a standardized test. So that really doesn't match up. And we're just comparing and comparing. And so that causes a lot of stress for them and anxiety, as it probably did for you. 
you probably remember being in high school, <coughs> deciding what it, where you wanted to go to school, what you wanted to study, or what you were going to do with your life after high school. <coughs> and for many of us, we didn't want to disappoint our parents. So we might have chosen the career that they really loved or really wanted for us. Or we might have played the sport that they really wanted to play or that they did play so we could follow in their footsteps. And I think that's a sweet notion of wanting to do that for your parents. But the problem comes in when it no longer becomes your passion, it's someone else's. And I think there are many of us who fall into that trap of doing what others expect and not doing what we want to do. And if you're sitting there feeling super uncomfortable or you're thinking like, oh my gosh, you're talking directly to me, it's because I am. I know that there are several people out there who need to hear this. The universe does not want you to hide behind someone else's shadow. Your goal here is not to live someone else's idea of your dream life. Your goal is to live your own dream life. And it's pretty hard to be living a dream life when you're in a career or a marriage or whatever that you're not happy with. Because we talk about doing what our parents want us to do and most of us think about careers, but you can also have married the person your parents thought you should marry or live where they thought you should live it just applies to so many things or go to church in a certain place because that's where they went to church and that's where they feel you belong. And it's perfectly normal to go to church with your parents every Sunday. And I'm not knocking religion. I'm really not. But if you're sitting there going, this doesn't resonate with me, what are you doing there? Because I can tell you from my own personal experience, going there every Sunday and sitting there and feeling like, I just don't get this. This just doesn't resonate. It doesn't feel true to me. Doing that week after week just became a waste of my time. Because I had more questions than I did answers. And it's different for everyone. You may go to church every Sunday and be like, I love my church, it's so awesome. That's great. I hope you do. That wasn't my point, was to, you know, I wasn't trying to put down any kind of religion at all, believe me. My point was, why are you going? Like, are you going to the, to the church service every Sunday just to make your parents happy? Or you go because you love it and you can't wait to be there and you love being in the company of all the people who go there and worshiping and all of those things. I'm basically just trying to push you outside your comfort zone a little bit and make you think about it. Are you going because that's really where your passion and drive is? Or are you going because this is what we've always done? This is what I have to do. This is a family obligation. 
there's a lot of things in life that become obligations, right? Like, this isn't really what I want to be doing. I just feel like I have to. And we've talked about this before. When you're stuck doing things you don't want to do, behaving in a way you don't want to behave, you're not speaking your truth, you're not being your authentic self, and that's where our throat chakra becomes blocked, and we can experience physical symptoms, (coughs) excuse me, like sore throats, laryngitis, neck pain, thyroid issues, can experience things like addiction, trouble making decisions, feeling like people walk all over you. Those are all things that can occur when you have a blocked throat chakra. And if you're out there going, oh, that's me, what do I do? There are a lot of things you can do. The first thing you need to do is start speaking your own truth. That's not easy. For some people, that actually is a huge trigger. It's a trigger because if you disappoint your parents or your husband or whoever, if you disappoint them, that almost causes panic for some people, doesn't it? It's like you feel this anxiety and you get this pit in your stomach and you feel sick. Some people even start to have a panic attack. And what, on the surface, it would seem that you're afraid of is disappointing people. But what I think you're really afraid of is being who you really are. Because you have to be really vulnerable if you're going to be your true, authentic self. That takes guts. As you put yourself out there, some people aren't going to like that. They're not. And here's why. Because if you're speaking your truth and you're setting boundaries for yourself, those people who constantly roll over your boundaries, walk all over you like a doormat, those people aren't going to like it. Because you're standing up for yourself. You're doing what you want to do, and you're doing what's best for you. And they're not going to like it. You know what I say to that? Tough. Oh, well. My aunt used to say, they can get glad in the same pants they got mad in. I always thought that was a weird expression, but it's true. If they want to be in your life, they'll accept it. And if they don't, they'll move on. And I always feel like those who walk out of your life, they're actually giving you a gift because you don't need people in your life who don't love and support you. And if someone can't handle that you're sticking up for yourself, then they don't love and support you. They just want to manipulate you. So when you start speaking your authentic, true self, you're going to see who your true friends are. And I will guarantee you that you're going to have a few people in there who really weren't true friends. And as much as that hurts, it's also okay. Because I'd rather be around someone who is authentic to me, true to me, and not just a fair-weather friend 
who only wants to know what I can do for them. Because that's what those people are. Aren't they? You notice that? They're there for the good times. Nowhere to be found for the bad. Something to think about. All I know is that the universe wants you to live your very, very best life. A life that's full of happiness and abundance and peace and joy and freedom. What a word that is, freedom. Most people don't even ever use that word to describe what they want in their life, but don't you want to feel free? And when you're not speaking your truth and you are beholden to someone else's ideas and dreams, you're not free. When you step up and speak your truth, that is freedom. And that's where your happiness is going to come from, your peace, your happiness. It feels amazing to say whatever you want. It does. It feels amazing to have a podcast where you can say whatever you want. And a lot of people didn't understand why I wanted to do that. That wasn't my problem. It's not my job to make other people understand me. They either are on board or they're not. And when my ship moves away from the dock, those that aren't on board, they're going to get left behind. And I'm totally fine with that. And I don't say that in a hateful way. I just mean you're either with me or you're against me. I can't have people who want to squash my dreams. That's not acceptable to me. And I hope that you never let somebody do that to you. <coughs> and if you have, it is never too late. Never too late. We're never too old for our dreams. You can realize your dreams at any age. I read not too long ago that there was a 90-something-year-old woman who had run her first marathon she wanted to do it for a long time, but just never did. And then at 90-something years old, just decided to do it. Now, you think about 90 years old. My 90-year-old grandmother, she's in her 90s, can hardly stand up by herself or walk from one spot to another. Can't do it without help. This woman had the strength, the will, and the determination to do what she wanted to do. She went after her dreams. So you can do it too. You're never too old. It's never too late. Every day is a fresh day. A new day to start fresh. And guys, you heard Heather and I talking on Friday about our new course. And I would urge you to get involved. If this has spoken to you in any way, I urge you to sign up for that course because... This is what we talk about, realizing your dreams, getting out of debt, living the life you want to live. Well, I want to pull a card for you before I leave. And this card is from the Heart Thoughts deck by Louise Hay. 
It says, I am willing to see only my magnificence. (coughs) I think and say only what I want to create in my life. I am more than adequate for all I need to do. You can't make that up, guys. I already had the topic, um, and I hadn't looked at the card that was picked. It goes hand in hand. Only think and say what you want to create in your life. You are more than adequate. You are more than adequate for all that you need to do. Just remember that. Only be willing to see your magnificence, not what other people think. It's none of your business what they think anyway. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for being here with me. As always, if you like this podcast, please share it with others so that we can help spread the light to as many people as possible. That is my mission, to help heal. And I love doing it. I love spending this time with you. Thank you so much for listening. And also, don't forget to check out my Facebook Lives Tuesdays at 7, where I do free card readings. Check out my website if you're interested in Reiki card readings, past life regressions, or guided meditations, and one-on-one coaching. All of that is on my website. You can check out what I offer. You can contact me at any time. Email me, melissaoatman77 at gmail.com. You can call me or text me. If you have questions or you just want to know, hey, I want to work with you, but I'm not really sure what I need, call me. We can talk about it. And as always, I am hoping that you have a fabulous day that is filled with love and blessings. I am sending you massive love and light, and I will talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.